They're trying to stop us right now, you know, but They're they can't. Stop us, yo. How you doing? I got, I got, it's, it's the redefined print. This is the 2020, I guess it's a decade and year in review rap. I got the co-host, the off the co-host. The, you probably, you definitely are the, is the most, uh, the most, you have the most appearances on the show. You're supposed to be doing the podcast together, but we talk about that off air. <laughs> they blit that. Chase straight black, <laughs> straight like that, black. What's going on, man? Indeed, indeed. Peace, peace. What's up with you, my brother? I'm good. Let me put my glasses on, yo. You can't look more intelligent than me right now. Plus, this, yo, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna send you that link though for the this. They really that I blue threw the joint. hoodie on, so I could, I, But look, I threw the hoodie on to thug it out. You know what I'm saying? Thug so I wouldn't out. look too intelligent. You know what I'm saying? Got you, got you. What's I, going I thug, on, I thug, man? I thug it out with the hoodie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so this is a uh, you know same fight different round, man. So we got a year in review, a decade in review. Um, I I think we should just get let's just go right into like what's going on right now. This happened in the last few days. Your your, your boy got smacked with the uh the iced tea can for for using the word nigga. What you think about that? Because I'm I'm on tape on record. Got to be at least ten years ago. We're telling y'all, yo, y'all need to stop saying that word. You disagree with me at the time. Me and you had this conversation. Me and you had this dialogue. Yeah, it was a discourse about ten years ago, two thousand and ten. Maybe nah, we did it on camera too. Was Obama president? Camera. That shit might have been. I know. I got. I got the footage. Yeah, I got the footage. It's old, but I got the footage. But that might have been two thousand and eight. That might have been over a decade ago. I think I, I can't just remember. I do remember though. That was a great. Yeah. That was great dialogue. I think I had just became an attorney. So yeah, that was a great dialogue. I, Cause we did it downtown in that spot downtown uh, trend yeah absolutely absolutely but i will say this um the question is was he being racist like was the white dude nah, was he so, was he trying to be a, I'll say a racial epithet or was he repeating some shit or feeling comfortable himself saying some shit that he constantly says that's a, a part of the 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 vernacular in hip-hop culture you can't be a part of hip hop culture and avoid that word. You can't. I don't care if it's the most conscious, like the most conscious rappers to the most gangster rappers to the partiest rappers to the people. You're not going to escape that word. So, what is a white fan who's a participant in the culture, whether they're a guest or not, they're still participating in the culture. If I'm a guest in your house and you throwing a party, I'm not supposed to dance to the music that you haven't? Yeah. Nah, see, see, it's funny because I thought we was gonna, well, we had this conversation multiple times, but you, you, you aware? I actually take it even further than that. Like I take it in, like, yo, like if if we are not comfortable with white people use, like, no word should have, in my opinion, words like that should not have. Because I think what initially we was talking about, he was like, yo, we taking the power back. You know what I'm saying? We it's our word now. But I was like, nah, if you still reacting crazy to it, then it ain't our word. You know what I'm saying? We it still got the still got the negative effects attached to it. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't even think about it. Yet. Like you can't. I think that was one part of the negative. argument that you made. Facts. I think that was one of the parts of the argument that you made that was really that resonated with me after that conversation. Got you. You well, know. That's what's up. Because I wasn't even so stuck on taking the power from the world, but the fact that, like you said, you can't even begin to say you took anything from it because 
if you say it out of the context that you feel like it should be said and then you feel some type of way, but it's the same fucking word. The same word, yo. Yeah, it's the same word. And, I, and it clearly, when I saw the video, I'm like, yo, clearly the dude, he either is one was raised around black people um, or two, like he just say it amongst his friends. Like, I mean, everybody's saying it like I wrote on, we wrote on, uh, well, I wrote on, um, on on Facebook, like in New York, it took me a minute. It took me like a couple of years to even get used to it. Like just hearing like everybody say it, you know what I'm saying? Like the young people say it, you know what I mean? And this was like right, right, years right. ago. So I'm like, yo, if they just saying it, it was all the youth saying it wasn't just white, black, it was Indian, Spanish, like they was using it like it was nothing. But I didn't even think about it on the level that you just said, like right. yo, you can't be a part of this quote unquote culture and not use the word. I guess you cannot use the word, but expect people not to be using the word. Yeah. It's in every rap song ever. You can't avoid it. It yeah. doesn't matter if you use it or not. You can't avoid the word. I'm gonna be talking to someone and I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get it. Someone's gonna hit me with it. I could be yo, yo, nigga, nigga, you understand what I'm saying? Like it's to the point in hip hop culture. If you want to keep it on it, nigga is a noun. Mm-hmm. Nigga has become a noun. The nigga is a person, place, or thing. Yeah, you know I mean, because you can use it in so many different terms, and, and and that's what I'm talking about. You can't avoid it, man. Look, it was like five of us up in this nigga, yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, look at the niggas right there, yo. The nigga, you talking about a cop? Yeah, and the nigga came up to the car and started. You talking about a white cop though? Yeah. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I I completely understand what you're saying. It's like there's no escape. And so what do you expect? So to me, it falls back on the culture of hip hop. It falls back on black people. It's our responsibility to say, no, you cannot say this word under any circumstance and create punishments, consequences before using that word. See, I'm not one to sit there and be like, and people can call it what they want. But as far as I'm concerned, black people, you need some kind of exclusivity. We're not just going to have some shit and we talk about, yeah, we done took it and flipped it and we can call ourselves this. Now you can't. You can't use it. Then all of a sudden they start using it and we like we argue amongst each other. Oh, yeah, my white friends can use it. You got some people who are very comfortable with that, depending on how it's said, depending on their age bracket, depending on a whole bunch of other bullshit. When at the end of the day, it's like, nah, because if if. If that white boy call you that, like he really want to call you that, and like he really mean it, and and you see it in his face and his eyes, you gonna feel some type of way. And the proof is, we just had a president that encouraged so much behavior out of the closet, racist behavior, that we got to see a lot of shit we probably didn't think we was gonna see. Like especially younger generations, a lot of younger gener- generations witness racism that. We didn't see since the eighties. If you want to get technical, yeah, you understand what I'm saying. Late, late, late eighties, early nineties, possibly, when everything became politically correct. Because remember, at one point in time, that politically correct shit didn't exist in the in the, in the way it exists now. They you didn't they didn't give a fuck about like Hollywood didn't give a fuck about offending nobody. So everybody caught it back then. That's a fact. People and being black, yeah. yeah. Being black, you know what I'm saying? With Eddie Murphy got introduced to us on, on in the film, getting called a nigga by his buddy partner, who he ended up being boys with by the end of the movie, and so much that they made two fucking movies. What? Yeah, forty eight hours. Yeah, 
He, he called him and a, Nick Nolte uh, called him a nigger. That was nigger. normal. No, Almost man. every movie Eddie Murray had in it, he got called a nigger in it. Yeah. I think Beverly Hills Cop 2, he might have escaped the nigger and got called that black guy. <laughs> he got called a nigger in, in Beverly Hills Cop 1? I don't remember that line. I don't know. He might not have. He might not have. I gotta check Man. it, but I'm I think one of them one of them white boys might have called him a nigga a monkey or something. He got called a monkey or something. Yeah, one of them white boys, yeah. Victor Maitland's one of his crew called him something. So yeah, you you right. You right. You right. Um you definitely he's you definitely right. You know the 80s was two things you was gonna see in the eighties. You was going you was going the black guy was gonna get called a nigger somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. And you was gonna see some titties. That was like almost guaranteed in the eighties movie. Yeah, you gonna see some titties in the eighties. You, you gonna see some titties? Am I lying? I mean, it don't matter what the movie was about. Somewhere yeah. down the line, someone's gonna get called a nigger, and you're gonna see some titties. It's gonna see some titties. That's funny. But like I said, that was part of that politically incorrectness that we was able to that you know, and I I, I appreciate the politically incorrectness because when we get to look back on it, we get to actually gauge the heart of people because this is their artistic expression and they're yeah. expressing their art. And how they fucking feel. Yeah. Yeah, the politically correct part. Uh See, with, I'm not I'm not feeling the politically correct what? way any any but I'm just not that sensitive. Like I'd rather you let me know who you exactly who you are, let me deal with you accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. Yeah, so speaking on Trump, Indeed. so I, in the last four years, because we're gonna cover the decade, but in the last four years, I've seen a lot of people that you went to high school with coming out as Trump supporters. Yo. How, how was you feeling about that? I was the leading bit surprised being that back when I was in high school, my sentiments toward um, the majority of the white, my white student peers was that they was racist anyway. So it's not like when they started proving me right, I felt any different later on. And it's not to say they all were racist because I don't yeah. believe that, but I do yeah. believe most of them absolutely were. Are they came from it? They're gonna uh-huh. breed it. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I bought So you. So I didn't really. Problem. I'm not surprised. Not surprised. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I was surprised that, and I hope this person's listening. I ain't gonna say your name though. But you knew me I'm in high surprised. school, so you knew that, that's how I was though. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, you, you was a, uh, you was army jacket and fucking. 1990, yo, with the with the with the Black Panther joint. So <laughs> when I first met you, so you was you was all. I tell people that all the time. I was like, yo, I said, Che, the one thing I could say about him is like, I can't say he's soft. I never seen him. I never seen him run for nothing, and he always been the same. Like he always been sharp. Like like yo, he got he 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 brash. But if you sit down and actually talk to him, you might learn something. You know what I'm saying? I, I tell everybody that. They be like, yo, why you still got Che on you? I'm like, yo, you really, you really gotta just talk to him. But he the same dude. I was like, he's much older, but he's basically the, the same guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you weren't one yeah. of the people from high school that I feel like was a uh, was putting on a on a role. You know what I'm saying? On, on I felt like a lot of our peers, black men specifically, were putting on like a a tough guy facade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, like, y'all not really tough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it is what it is, though. I get it now. Right, I right, definitely right. get it. Huh? Definitely. Definitely. And no, I, definitely. I think they go, 
I think it goes back to, you know, the culture of rap music and just what we think it means to be black. You know what I'm saying? And they right. end up getting right. a lot of us, a lot, a lot of our peers jammed up. Well, you know that. We talk about that all the time. Jammed up, killed. Indeed. And it's like, yo, like. So you were saying about the, uh, about the, the peer, the white peer. Oh, so, so yeah. Hope he hears this. Dude, I mean, it, it it was a couple of them that I was like, yo, like they quote unquote seemed like they embraced the culture for lack of a better term. They were dating black women, black girls at the time. I got, I don't know what they was doing as adults because I haven't really seen them as an adult. And it's like, yo, y'all super hard Trumpers right now, yo. And like, I, I honestly right. don't think everybody was, uh, that was, that was, uh, I think a large part of the population that voted for Trump just got along party lines. I mean, but obviously it's a fine line between party line and um, you co-signing a, a blatant racist. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if if that if that's if you if you if you if you uh, rationalize it in your head as like yo, I'm just voting for my party figure, I mean, I, cool. I, I don't agree with it, but I, I don't claim to be a Democrat nor Republican, so <laughs> so I I don't agree with it. But if that's how you felt. But a lot of these people, I'm like, yo, I know y'all wasn't Republicans. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all voted right. for Trump because he's spitting some hot shit that you, well, some shit that you think is hot that you, you agree with. You know what I mean? And it was just right. surprising right. to see like people that quote unquote embrace the culture and got kids with black women or black a black woman or was dating all black women like being super Trumpers. You know what I mean? But you you smirking, so you well, weren't surprised though. Nah, I seen it already. You see, I have a you, uh, okay. relative that you know. We're not gonna mention names here. Uh-huh. I have a relative that you know. We had some of the funniest skirmishes on social media, if uh-huh. you remember. Oh yeah, you know yeah, yeah. she blocked me though. She blocked me. Yeah. I know exactly. What you're see, about. see, I wasn't even saying. See, you done gave up half of it. I didn't even say female, male. Nah. But anyway, yeah, okay, her. Yeah, she. Nah, I mean, it's all good. Know, like she it, blocked it was, me uh, too. This is my. Yeah, but she blocked me too. My people nah. good though. My fair, my fair. He said, "Oh shit," but anyway, um, she blocked me too. But anyway, I was gonna say, um, you know, she fits everything you just said. Was married to black man has a, a a a half black baby or had a you know she's a grown woman now um even when as far as adopting a brown baby from overseas the problem is this does that mean you're not racist does that mean that you don't subscribe to white supremacy or are we just not understanding white supremacy which one is it because in my eyes, it's you, you can do all. You can you can have black friends, quote unquote friends. You got you can literally have black friends. You can literally be married to a black man or woman, and still be a white supremacist. I don't know why that's an impossibility for people to understand. You know, because it's in what you really. It, it, if you have that American exceptionalism idea. If your mind is, is based on American exceptionalism, if you can justify George Washington, regardless, if you can justify uh, Thomas Jefferson through American exceptionalism, 
Because when Americans do it, it was okay because there was a certain ends that the means justified. Got you. When you when you when you when you start having that mentality, you you're, you're prescribing to the complete system of white supremacy. And also, you got what you think I, about I, these white boys, man. Go ahead. Um, I'll get back to that. Yeah. Also, I, I just think about um. Damn, I just messed that up. But I, I think about um. What's the word I'm looking for? Think about like you know uh, our our you know the founding fathers and the the the, the, the environment that existed before now. Like they literally wasn't like enslaving their kids, so. Why wouldn't you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't necessarily make the distinction by by having kids that they continually enslave after they, you know, they had babies with the slaves. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they, it's not like that changed their their their, their perception of that that being right there. Like that being was still subhuman to them. So yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I was just surprised to see that. It be displayed by people that are actually. I don't, I mean, I don't really know these people no more. You know what I'm saying? But people that I knew in high school. You know what I mean? That's all that was. Does a pet lover love his pet? Does a dog owner love his dog? I would hope so. <laughs> uh, nah, you saying nah? Yeah, I mean, I mean, most likely, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let that motherfucking dog run away. Let him run away. What's going? What are you going to do? He gonna replace he's gonna bring them. his ass back home. Yeah. Nah, he gonna if he finds him, he's gonna bring him home. Mm. Put him right back the way he ran from. Mm. That dog was trained and conditioned to respond to the will of that owner or master, or whatever you want to call that person in the connection to it. Mm-hmm. Through punishment and rewards. That was a training process. And that 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 animal was completely taken out of its natural state. It's natural habitat of what it is to be domesticated for your ownership. Now, I'm not about to sit there and argue circumstances because some people sit there, oh, I rescued my dog. My dog was in Korea and he was about to be a soup. You know what I'm saying? And Or my dog was was getting, was being in dog fights. We understand, you know, but even that, other people using the same thing, other people taking them animals and using them for well, I don't know about food. I can't, you know, culture is culture. You know, certain cultures that a dog might be what the fuck they eat. So I'm not going to argue that. You know, niggas eat pig, cows, chicken. The fuck? You want somebody eating a dog is the worst thing in the world? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, nah, but anyway. So. Yeah. But anyway, so what What do you think overall about the, uh, well, let's, let's start from the beginning of the, of the decade. What you thought about Obama? His presidency, just generally speaking, because um, I mean, he did eight years, so but it wasn't eight years, yeah, eight years. And the tenure years. of his presidency was within this decade, he came within in the beginning decade, at yeah. the end of last decade, but the tenure of his presidency was this decade. decade in yeah. fact, this decade was defined by was defined by his presidency and punctuated by Donald Trump, you know. Um, with that, I'll say this, and I'm surprised most people aren't really like coming to grips with this. Uh, Barack Obama was was white supremacy and blackface. Why you say that? It was just that simple. Uh, I felt like his his, 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 his policies, 
that was was just a continuation of an oppressive of oppressive system that we was was already in place. I don't feel like he catered to any needs specifically for black people at all when it was black people who overwhelmingly supported him and got behind him more than any other group as a group of people monolithically black people was like you're our man now other people got behind him but black people was he was our man and he never turned around and spoke to us once and can't nobody sit there and point out the one time where he spoke to us once in a, in a manner that you know we spoke to him before he got in office you understand what I'm saying? His language to us was pull your motherfucking, pull yourself up by the bootstraps when it came to us. You know, but you making sure these gay motherfuckers is taken care of. You making sure, you know, you worried about AFRICOM. They killed, they killed, uh, they killed your man. Gaddafi. What's the motherfucker over there? Gaddafi. What that was about. I ain't going to go there because that might sound conspiratorial. We'll, we'll flip the page on that one. But back to wow. Obama. Yeah, Obama was, 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 was white supremacy and blackface, man. Mm-hmm. What was his legacy? I'm going to ask that question. You asked me why I said I think, that. I, I gave an answer, but to get more specific, I want to I wanna engage that. So what was his legacy? I think, I think, it's, I think his legacy is going to be, I want to say he's white supremacy white supremacy and blackface. I think his legacy is going to be, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to, I think we need more time in the rear view mirror to, to really, to really, really analyze it for real, for real. But I think his legacy is going to be like, I'm, I'm going beyond policy because we can disagree, agree, disagree on whatever or the policy, right? Because we don't got him. We don't got him. We don't got him right here to, to go anyway. Well, I'm talking about socially. I think, I think he was a he was a moderate to right to the right Democrat um, that people thought was. I think they people. So it was crazy. Let me give you a background story. I might have told you this before. Like when when he was first started running, I told because I was just I was still in law school. They was getting behind him. I said, "Yo, he's not the savior, yo. <laughs> like, like he's he's not." This is before mm-hmm. he became like the, the candidate. I was like, yo, he's not the savior of black people. Like, I, I said, remember he was set, in Chicago. Yeah, I said, yo, he's he's going to be set up to fail socially because we put way too much expectations on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, he's not the savior. He's not going to be the guy that goes That's into true. the White House and change everything for black people. It's just not going to happen. And um, I think I was correct, right? But um, beyond that, I think socially what he represents or what legacy is going to be, I think it's going to be imagination. And I mean, I mean, that's out there, right? So meaning that like our kids, your daughter, your daughter, I ain't going to say age on here because you, you might want to keep that to the pocket. But like for eight years of her life, she only knew a black president. You know what I'm saying? Like. So when we is coming up, what would, what do you say about a black president? When somebody asked you it was going to be a black president, what would you have said? Should have never happened. Should have never happened. So I think kids growing up that that's like just say like 20, 20 and below, like they don't have that barrier to the imagination that we just that we had. You know what I'm saying? And I think I we don't know what that that effect is going to be. Until about they start 
majority of them start becoming adults. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have that. Because a lot of it is like, we, all right, so you might sell to somebody like, yo, you could be whatever you want. But if you say you could be whatever you want, but then you'll be like, yo, there's never going to be a black president. Then you, we essentially saying you can't be whatever you want. You know what I mean? Indeed. So, well, I, and I, th- I, th- I think I that fig, that. Him, him, huh? What you say? What you said is what I said in the beginning. When he first was elected, I said that because, you know, I, I really already felt like he wasn't for us in the beginning. Yeah. And what I stated just now, I felt then. I just might not have stated it then. But I wanted to give him an opportunity. But I felt like the one benefit that, the one plus that won't be taken away is that you can never say that again. You will always have a had yeah. black a black president. And the image of him as the president is almost like return of the king to the throne type shit. Yeah. It had that type of symbolism. Yeah. So I'm definitely on board with that point as far as his social legacy. Yeah. So to I, some I think extent. That, yeah. That's definitely a strong impact. Yeah. So like for example, like my son. All he knew was a black president his whole life until the last four years. You know what I'm saying? Right. So this right. is like it is gonna be interesting to see like how they navigate the world without without imagining like little black boys specifically, how they navigate the world knowing that they can realistic because I mean at the end of the day, the president is the president. He's still the most one of the most powerful people on the on the planet. Um especially socially, right? Because the, the image what he represents. So what how is that gonna translate for them going forward in their lives? You know what I'm saying? Because they don't like yo. Who knows? We I think it's too early to measure. You know what I mean? Like yo, this Joker. So like when we was coming up, like all we really the images we really had of people that was successful was entertaining, huh? Who we I had? Agree. That was, I agree. Yeah. I think that as we got older, that changed, but. I think that that's all dangerous. I think everything you're saying, there's yeah. a good side of it, but the bigger part of the, the 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 bigger picture is is that it's all dangerous. You, dangerous you can like how? all right, okay. It's like it's like the it's like Jackie Robinson. Uh-huh. People take that as a victory. People yeah. took, and I'm bringing, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna tie this all in, but I'm gonna bring this. You gotta let me go with this one. It's like Jackie Robinson. Jackie uh-huh. Robinson came into the Major League Baseball players in the Major League uh-huh. Baseball League. Wasn't even the best black player in the Negro Leagues, but he was probably way more tolerant than a lot of them he's other the, brothers. He was, the, he was, the he was most willing tolerant, to deal right. with a lot of bullshit. Yeah. His tolerant level was able to deal with a lot of bullshit that a lot of the other brothers wasn't gonna have. And with that being said, Remember, the Negro League was the talent. The real talent was with the was with the brothers. Let's let's not let's not even lie. And it was so much talent with the brothers that white folks was going to see the brothers play, which is why they wanted to start getting the talent because now they was competing with the white boy leagues. Not only was they competing with the white boy leagues, but the major leagues, the the Negro leagues was all black players, all black coaches, all black owners. The stadiums was owned by black people. This, the confession was worked and owned by black people. You understand what I'm saying? This was a black uh-huh. business. This was a black uh, f- foundation, institution, economical institution. There were two 
uh, prominent Negro League owners because it was actually two separate leagues. And they okay. were millionaires. These were black millionaires. Within a decade after Jackie Robinson coming into the Major League Baseball play, baseball, there was no more Negro League. No more Negro League. See, this was you. the ploy. This was the ploy to take down the Negro League. So now we have Barack Obama in 2008 come into office. The old white man, we not having no more. We just had George W. Bush. We can't have this bullshit no more. So now we got George W. Bush. George W. Bush does all this fuckery that we're either going to have a white woman or a black man as our next president or a black looking man. Because let's be honest. How did Barack Obama grow up? We have to keep it 100 when we start talking this black and white shit. Because how you was raised, who raised you, the culture of the home you was raised in, yeah, motherfucker, that counts. We can talk all that, oh, but he had to go around looking like this. None of that shit matters. Because when you're hearing someone call someone who supposedly represents another member of your race a racial epithet, and you're completely immune to that because it does not apply to you, and you recognize that, mm -hmm. now you're becoming... You're, 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 you're complicit with white supremacy now, my brother. Mm -hmm. In your upbringing. In your upbringing. And I gotta be part of your ideology. What happened when Kanye West came out and dissed Taylor Swift? Barack Obama called him a jackass. What did he say about George Zimmerman, though? What did he say about the pig that shot Mike Brown? He had enough time to call George Zimmerman, I mean, uh, part of me. He had enough time to call Kanye West a jackass because Taylor Swift reminded this nigga of his mom. He thought he that Taylor Swift reminded him of mama. See the psychology involved in all this. So yeah. we have Barack Obama come in. Oh go ahead. You wanna you wanna you wanna end me with that? No, nah, I was gonna I say I know your people's uh, ain't gonna like none of this shit I'm talking. Nah this is but this is the this is we ain't here to be liked. It's here to be to be clicked on and listened to and shared. <laughs> um, I'm not here to it, play, brother. Yeah, it's here to be entertaining, entertainment with some education in it. Um, I think that I think that I think what you talk about is what's oh, called what they, yeah, what they call it, a tragic mulatto or something like that. What was the terminology they used to use back in the day? You know, the magic mulatto. That's what I said. I think it's magic mulatto. The tragic mulatto, I think it's called that the people used to say back in the, the day. The tragic mulatto. The tragic mulatto. Shit, I don't what's the tragic mulatto. I, you, you got me with this one, brother. I think I'm, I might be saying the term wrong, but it's, it's a term something mulatto that deals with the psychology of of mixed race kids and how it's a it's a book, a famous book out there, um, and it basically deals with the psychology of kids that are mixed 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 race coming up in america and how it's a tragic you know what i'm saying it's tragic in a lot of ways i think that's what it's called yeah um mm -hmm. but anyway so i i don't i um i think barack is an interesting case i think everything is a little bit more complicated than we give it we give it uh we give it credit for meaning Indeed, like, but I mean, you got to make a plan when you're when you're speaking it. Yeah, so I think, but I think Barack, like, um, what's interesting about his life is that, uh, based on what I know about it, is how he became, 
how he how how he grew up and did and his experiences and, and did what he did and still ended up in Chicago because he could have went any place else. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the, the tragic Chicago, yeah. the wasteland, the political wasteland. So, so the you tragic see how you ended up in Chicago. No, let me, let me give you the definition of what's on Wikipedia. The tragic, the tragic mulatto myth from Fair State University. They got the uh, the what's the name museum over there, the Jim Crow Museum. You familiar with that? No. Um, I mean, I know it exists, museum. but I haven't been there. That's, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the tragic mulatto. Well, this is the Wikipedia definition. It's an art. Um, a mixed race person who was assumed to be sad or even suicidal because they fell to completely fit in the white world or the black world. So, I mean, they say that's an archetype, but I think they, I think, you know, when art is a, a, you know, art, there's some, some type, some type of, um, you know, people, people, uh, people are inspired by what they see when they do art. You know what I'm saying? But there's a whole there's a research on that shit and everything. But but yeah, I think I think to put a button, because we got we got more to talk about, yeah. <laughs> to put a button on it. But go ahead, what you got to close yeah, for, for yeah, Barack we gotta, we gotta, I mean, I said what to... I had to say about Barack Obama. There's nothing really I could really add to him. I feel like the one issue Donald Trump came along and really exposed his his uh his political legacy with the whole trying to dismantle his Obamacare situation thing. I felt like that was Donald Trump's way of trying to dis, uh, destroy Barack Obama's legacy okay. uh, politically. You know what I mean? And other than that, when I look back at Chicago, the wasteland that he left, Chicago is a fucking is a fucking war zone right now. This is the land that Barack Obama was just out of. So you know, I what the fuck did he do in Chicago to come over to 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 be the president? It's just it's just so much was going on to me about Barack Obama that it's like people were hypnotized. He's like the pot piper. He was the fucking. I mean, and I don't, I'm not trying to say it's not like a fucking hater. It's just it is what it is, man. People love this guy. He had the smile, the charisma. You know, he knew how to play basketball. I heard he was throwing barbecues at the White House, so that made him a brother, man. But I just. I don't buy none of this political bullshit. I don't think that there was any president that ever represented us. You know, Joe Biden said that Barack Obama, I mean, I'm sorry. He said that uh, uh, Donald Trump was the first racist president. Well, God damn it. There was 44 presidents before Donald Trump that was fucking racist as hell, starting with George Washington and every fucking white boy and half white boy that came after that was a fucking racist as well. I don't care what nobody says. You want to debate it? We can start debating it. If you want to say that one group is less racist than another, one one can benefit us more than the other. That's cool. I understand how you feel about that. You're one of those pull the knife out six inches while it's twelve inches in me to make me feel better. I'm the bitch. Get this shit up out of me, and I'm gonna stab you the fuck back. That's just we're different. You know what I'm saying? So and I'm not talking about me yeah. and you. I'm just saying yeah, you share that sentiment. I'm. Yeah. I have a different mentality, a different cloth. You understand what I'm saying? That we're cut from, you know. Got you. So, what what do you think about the? Uh, this is a related topic, the Ados movement. Did I'm pronouncing it right. Ados, Ados. 
American descendants the Eidos of group. slavery. One African second. descendants of, one... of slavery. Slave. You just you just put join on mute. Yeah, yeah, because I was speaking of this month. Hold on one second. Pause the fucking video. Yeah. There you go. All right, we good. <laughs> yeah. We good. Yeah, the eight eyes. So, so what do you right, think about what I think about ADOS, eight eyes, ADOS, it was interesting in the beginning. ADOS, okay. And I was kind of feeling they spirit a little bit. I was kind of feeling they spirit. But they're just another group of people who don't want to be called Africans no more. I'm getting tired of these. I don't want to be an African. I want to take the word Africa out of what we are. I'm sick and tired of that shit. We're fucking Africans, people. Get over it. We come from the African diaspora. You understand what I'm saying? So if you take Africa out of your name or out of who you are as a people and you're black universally, no. No. We don't connect. If I'm talking to you as an African and looking at you as my brother and you get on some, I'm not African, I'm boop, bop, bling, fuck out of my face, man. Mm -hmm. So do you, do you think they have a, where they, where they platform is... But you're uh, asking me about their policies and what do I think about them and what do I dislike and like? I like the fact that they are speaking to the descendants of slaves specifically. Like, look, everybody didn't fucking come through slavery that looked like us. However, can that be divisive, though? Can't that be a little bit divisive? Like, don't we get divisive now? Doesn't that turn into we're not the same people? So my stance on After it, we I tried to establish that we are, after we've done all these years of establishing... So I like the fact that they're, they're saying that we need our own reparation from this white boy because we do. That's the uh -huh. call. If you're not asking for reparations, I can't take you serious. Uh -huh. If you think that reparations ain't important, ain't owed to black people i cannot take you intellectually serious motherfucker you might have your different opinion on how it should be distributed or whatever or given out to us that's cool we may differ on that but if you don't think we need to get reparations you're fucking nuts yeah i think um i think it is divisive honestly um as a well-read person in the, in, in the history, I think one, I think, I think it's too hard. It's too hard at this point in time. We're too far separated from, and there's been other people that's other Africans that has been in this countries in this country far too long for us to be like drawing that line. Cause one, it becomes like, all right, if you, you, cause it's a reparations argument, right? So it's like, how do you draw the line between so, for example, the way they talking now, like uh, 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 Louis Farrakhan won't be in the conversation. None of his descendants. You know what I'm saying? His people. Why wouldn't from, they be? Because people's from uh, his people's from the Caribbean. How did they get there? Through slavery. White people but, brought them there. He's right along yeah. the conversation with us. White people brought them there. They nah, fuck that's that. Not, White people brought that's them That's not that. That's not the ADOS position though. They say you. I'm they, not. They, I'm, I understand that. I understand. Yeah. They might. He might not be in their conversation. Yeah. But what I'm saying is this: and if we're talking reparations for me, Farrakhan's part of the conversation. The now, whole Caribbean is part. Yeah, of the we conversation. we agree on that. Yeah, for me, he he got to be part of the conversation. Okay. So like the descendants of, of um, it's mad people that's that's like yo, like will be cut out that have did war for, 
quote unquote black people, however you were with however people want to define themselves. Who? Who? Who the fuck did more for black people? Now I'm saying than more, black people, people than goddamn self. No, I'm what I'm saying to you is that people like Farrakhan will be out of the conversation, but he did he's done as a black man. Than, yeah, yeah. But he would be out of the ADO ADOS conversation because he's not. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Pardon yeah, I digress. I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm saying there's been people that are from the Caribbean, from Africa, that have have established and, and contributed more to us as our, our movement as a people that we can't just be like, nah, y'all not, y'all out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, you got you. like uh 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 Marcus Garvey would be out of the conversation for them. ADO. The ADO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marcus Garvey's yeah. out of the conversation. But see, and see, like I said, they was in direct. What ADOS represents is in direct opposition what Marcus Garvey helped establish. Yeah, it's a pan-Africanist movement, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So for me... the godfather of pan-Africanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, like I said, just, just for me, it's just like... Um, I think it's short-sighted. I think it's divisive. And I, I get like... I, 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 I think they have good intentions, but I don't think they have really thought about it from a practical long-term long term strategy but, real quick it's yeah. an acronym right yeah what is it american descendants of slaves or that's what it is right i think that's what it stands for is it got to be american descendants of slaves yeah so when they say american are they speaking for because you know brazil that's america yeah they speaking for the u.s united states of america so they're speaking for the united states they said America, yes. Yep. And if, oh, if I got it wrong, right. somebody corrected in the comments or something. But that, but based on what I read, they're specifically speaking that, for that correct that one it's... Huh? No, I'm saying, yeah, definitely correct that if it is wrong. Because I, I now I need to, now as we're here, continue. I need to, you know, understand them a little bit more. But go ahead, though. We, we're here. Nah, nah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding how you can how you can say you're for the American descendants of slaves, but they're not you're you're only counting not even North America. You're only counting the United States. So their argument is that their their argument, based on what my understanding is, that they are they want to address the issues and get reparations for people that have. Help build the United States, basically. Okay. And they so feel like my... if you wasn't captured from Africa and brought to the United States, and then you're not the descendants of those specific people who were brought to the continental United States, not the, yeah, the continental United States. Yeah. You don't count. You don't count. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's. That's my understanding. I mean, of I like the argument for reparations, though. It's like I, I don't want to go against any argument for reparations, but goddamn, bro, you gotta, we gotta, we can't start being greedy and start not including the whole family. Like shit, that's the problem with us, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I mean, we agree, agree on that. Like, I think, I think that the conversations is needed, but I, like I said, I think they, it's not fleshed out. Like, what this represents for us, 15, 20, 30 years from now. You know what I'm saying? And how how are you going to do it? So right, 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 right. 
because like most of us can't even prove that we're descendants of of slaves anyway because it's not like they was keeping birth certificates you know what i'm saying right you know what i'm saying like most of us <sighs> but it is what it is so i got that so what else been hot um what else been hot with this decade we know what we got to do the, the decade well, I mean, next time, we, yo. Let's do the year, cause the cause it's, it's a lot of stuff that's been going on this year. COVID, yo. What you think about COVID? I, you had it. You, talk, you discussed it on the last podcast uh, or not nah, that you was on? I, I believe we did. I believe we discussed me having it. Now you had it. Now nah, nah, so nah. now you understand. And the question I have for you is like, cause it didn't seem like it was that severe for you. And it doesn't seem like a, I know a lot of people who have had it the second go around. The second go around don't seem as severe as, as they've been making it seem like it was supposed to be. Okay. And I'm I'm kind of curious, like what's going on? Like the shit ain't seem that bad. The shit ain't seem that bad. I think I think people that got it early, I don't know nothing about how viruses mutate and all that type of stuff. So I ain't gonna even act like I know. But it, it seemed to be that people that got it earlier. That got it early in the game, like you, they've had it worse than people that's getting it now. Right. right you know what I'm right, saying, right. like, like y'all, y'all had, had it. Bad. Yeah, you say you was on your, you say you thought you was on your deathbed, right? I thought it was fucking over for the kid, man. I thought life was as I knew it was going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so I was could... coughing, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't. I was coughing like these, like up these mucus plug, like out of my nose, like blow, actually not coughing, I was blowing them out of my nose. And it was like these mucus plug type things. And it just was like every other night after I thought I was getting better, I kept blowing one of them out of my nose to the point where in my mind, I'm like, how fucking much mucus is in my body? Yeah. Like the level of mucus that was coming out of my body was I've never seen before. Mm. And he said it was coming out your nose and your mouth or just your nose. You wasn't coughing it up. You were sneezing it up. I was coughing it up, but I was more blowing it out of my nostrils, like because I couldn't breathe. Okay. And my, you know, it would be in my nostrils, but it was feeling like it was like up in my nostril, like a like I would blow it and it finally would come out like boom. And I mean, like it was plugged up in my nostril and it would just boom. I feel better, like oh, I can breathe now. Like it was up in my my fucking right here somewhere. You know what I? Well, you, you know what well, we do got so, sinuses up here. We do got sinuses up here. I think this is where your sinuses at. Well, so right, what? There's mucus in them sinuses too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I used to get sinus infections back in the day, and I, I believe, don't yeah. run with this. I'm pointing to the shit like people can see it, but I, I think I'm gonna release the video. I'm gonna get you to edit the joint, <laughs> but uh, the sinuses. <laughs> up here, yeah, you get you blow that shit out, and yeah, I mean, so that makes sense. So what? What? You, so you yeah. you you buy into any of the conspiracy theories? Uh, and so massive people start dying. I really can't really say like nothing really makes sense. I can say that there's I don't trust these motherfuckers. I haven't forgot about this whole five G shit. Maybe they're gonna tear our asses up with that later on. Huh. Um. I don't fucking know though, man. Like this is a situation that really, I, I, I never really thought I knew. To be honest with you, yeah. I knew this. People were really getting fucking sick. Mm -hmm. My whole thing was what was really getting people sick. See, when I first got sick, 
I went to the doctors and they didn't know what the fuck I, what I had. They said yeah, that I had yeah. the, a flu like pneumonia. You, you had it early no, on. No bronchitis. Year, right? I had a flu like bronchitis. Okay. The end of last year. Yeah. Flu like bronchitis. I had it exactly this time last year. Flu like bronchitis. Okay. And they said it wasn't the flu and it wasn't bronchitis. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was dealing with. And yeah, it was bad. But I, you know, it's like you know, we talked about me having it. You just had it. Yeah. So I. I what did I you think? Was, I know you're not a conspiracy guy. Yeah. Now I, I mean, know you're not a conspiracy. The thing guy. is, I, I ain't, I ain't gonna say I'm not a conspiracy guy because, because I also know only, it only takes two people to, to have a conspiracy from a legal standpoint. You know what I'm saying? To be planning on something. But for me, because I'm on the board of the health center, I was kind of getting information before, like. The general public was getting information. I ain't gonna say that before the information was popular, you know what I'm saying? Because it's always out there. But um, yeah, when I had it, I had like um it was more so like so just to rewind, like so I got exposed to it. When I knew I got exposed to it, it was on a Wednesday, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't get tested until the next Wednesday, but I wasn't having any symptoms or anything, so I thought I was good. So when I when I got when I got tested on that the following Wednesday, so it was seven year gap, right? I mean seven year, seven day gap. I got I came back positive. So I was like, I was like, yo, that's when I start. So I ain't have no symptoms from Wednesday to Wednesday. That that Wednesday night, I started having symptoms. And I was like, yo, I wanted to like what's the psychological connection to it all? Cause before it could be in coincidence, but it's like the whole like if you don't if you don't think you have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because your, your mind is the most powerful thing in the world. We don't even understand the brain and our thoughts like that. For real, for real. Like, so I was, I'm wondering, like, what's the psychological connection to these symptoms and, 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 and people dying knowing that they have COVID? You know what I mean? Because before I knew, I don't know if that's conspiracy or not, or that's some esoteric shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know what that, what, how I'll classify that. But I'm I am interested in knowing the psychological connection between knowing you have it and your symptoms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. That's what I had you on the mind and myself thinking when I first spoke to you before you knew you had it. And you was like, "Yeah, I feel fine." You know what I'm saying? Then after I spoke to you, you said you pretty much felt felt almost the same, but then you had symptoms now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So in the back I, I of my mind, out. I was wondering, I was wondering, did hearing upon the fact that, yo, I got it, did all of a sudden your throat get scratched? Did they tell you, yo, nah. man, you got uh, COVID? And then on the way home, all of a sudden, it was... <laughs> yeah. Yo, so, you know so it's crazy. So, so that night, I started, uh, uh, I started having, um, I, I got, I had, uh, my body was aching the next day. My body was sore. And I just became real fatigued. I had a slight temperature one day, but outside of that, I didn't have any anything else. So it was like for me, because I, I read I read about like people that like got diagnosed with a negative, a ne- I mean, a, a false positive for HIV, and they they start like losing weight and getting sick, having and symptoms. That. Yeah, like they come to find out exactly, kind of find out they didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? So. The brain is definitely a powerful thing, but I, I do think it's real, and I do think um, we don't really know much about it. Like we, I think a lot of it is just we just guessing. 
because um we just don't understand mm-hmm. what's really going on. But the reason why I don't really think there's no grand scheme conspiracy as far as like being created in a lab or some shit like that is because really, as a human species, we're overdue for a pandemic. You know what I mean? Like pandemics is normal. Right. It's just that we just been, we just do medical technology. We just kind of eliminated a lot of the ones that would just kill us, like chickenpox. You know what I'm saying? We got chickenpox back in the day, yeah, like in man, the early, was- early 1900s before. You know, you had you people. had chickenpox, polio, polio, the Spanish pox. fucking flu, wiping people out. So yeah, yeah you, I mean, in all in retro, I mean, when you think about it, yeah, it, hopefully, is is we seen the worst of it. That's all I gotta yeah. say about the the, the, yeah. the COVID. I I made some harsh predictions early as far as people they would be be how many deaths and shit, and that was it wasn't based on anything I wanted to happen. It was just based on how much I don't trust these motherfuckers. Yeah. So maybe I could come off paranoid at times, but I mean, to me, being black and not and not being paranoid is like almost being ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just black and just believe shit, you just like this, that's a level of being naive and ignorant to me. Gotcha. You know. Yeah, I think I think that's one of those things where you know, like I said, like I just don't believe. I mean, who knows what's going on? I, I like I, I've said this before to you and many other people. Like anything that's not proven false can be true i just lost you your image your, uh, your video okay, okay. anything that um that's not false that's not proven false can't be true but you know like when you look at human history like we will we i mean these these diseases are here just that we just had to make medical technology to the halt to make sure that they don't spread like that you know what i'm saying like you know smallpox is still here but right. it ain't you know what I'm saying? Chickenpox still here. Yellow fever still here. Like, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Ebola is still here. That that was one of the scares. Ebola, Ebola virus. All these things are still here. Just that we just have the the technology the 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 limit their spread. You know what I'm saying? But we was definitely overdue for something that's right. gonna fuck with the human race. <laughs> nah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, 2020, man. Yeah. I mean, 2020 was a lot. The COVID, the, the lockdown really taught people a lot. But so I what's think the, what you think about like the lockdown? Bitch. So how, 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 what you take away from the lockdown? All right, man. It's no secret, man. And uh, I, I was released from prison in 2019 after doing 18 months on a prison, on a pistol charge. Uh-huh. I got off parole the weekend of the lockdown. Like, I was literally on my way to Georgia in the car driving like just got off parole i'm no longer on paperwork like i'm free to do what the fuck i want to do as far as traveling and shit and now we're on a lockdown and you know it kind of sucked and whatnot i you know i broke up my girlfriend behind that shit you know what i'm saying being cramped in the crib just was too much for us yeah you know I man so that that was a casualty of fucking the lockdown covid but man, i thought people was acting like bitches crying and shit so you got to stay had to stay home you know, the, I think some people lost their jobs, but they gave money out to people. I didn't get shit. I didn't want shit. I didn't even try to get shit, you know, but they gave money out to people. My whole thing about that is, this: well, I got money from the people they gave money to. You know what I mean? I'm going to find, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm supply and demand, you motherfuckers. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to, we're going to market something. We're going to work something, but you motherfuckers get all this money you want to play with. Come holler at me. But anyway, ain't nobody doing right with that shit. Yeah. Ain't nobody doing, ain't nobody financially 
keep putting themselves in better situations. Only thing they did was put themselves in a worse situation and continue to. It's like all the stimulus shit is to stimulate the economy, not people. But the people don't understand that they're giving you the opportunity. It's the rope. You climb it or hang your fucking self with it. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm just watching everybody fucking hang themselves with the rope that they threw you. And it's like, damn, we could have did something with it. Not that it was even a lot. But then motherfuckers complain about how much it is. You only complain because you didn't get the ball as much as you want. You know, that's the broke mentality we have as a people, you know, because we're the type of people that think we got money when we get paid. Yo, I'm broke until Friday. No, nigga, you're still broke. If you're broke until your next paycheck, you're still fucking broke. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You nah, broke you on Saturday. Because yeah, like... it's a mentality. It's the way you move. Because you have nothing. And you still have to bust your motherfucking ass to make sure you get it again, do whatever you had. You can't sit back and watch what you already had turn into something else. You're not in that type of position. Mm. Because you you have a broke mentality. Fix yourself, broke motherfucker. <laughs> Fix yourself, broke motherfucker. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, fix yourself, you broke motherfucker. So what? 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 What else would happen this year? That was uh, Kobe. You lost Kobe. Kobe lost. Kobe, we lost Kobe. Yeah. We lost Kobe. Kobe. Got, Kobe was that your was age, huge. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was exactly my age, man. Yeah, Kobe we lost Kobe, man. That was that was crazy. I didn't really know how to feel with Kobe because, I, I mean, you hate to say shit, but like you know how you didn't like somebody when they yeah. was here. And I don't mean like hate, but I mean you just seeing somebody, you just be like, it just be their face, their expressions. I had that type of feeling about Kobe. I hate even saying that on this because the, the man was greatness. Like, like the man what he achieved, what, what he did, like his heart is, you know, like I can say so much about what I didn't like about that dude, but at the end of the day, the game that he played, and I, I don't mean the sport, I mean the way he did, the field that he was in, the level that he was on, you know, I can't compare myself to him in no form of fashion because what the I've never been at that high of a level at what I've done or what I've been doing. You understand what I'm saying? Right now I'm on a podcast, but nigga, we not doing drink chance. Yeah, you breaking up right now. Yeah, he's breaking up. He was breaking up. You said something we're not doing. You said we on the podcast for what? I'm okay, but we're not the 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 drink champs. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Uh yeah. I used to do music. I was never Jay-Z. What I'm saying yeah. is there's a level of greatness. There's level a there's the a shit. level yeah. of greatness that you that you actually have to it. There's a level of greatness that you have to actually achieve in order to, to in order to oh, oh shit. There's a level of greatness that you have to achieve. I'm answering the phone, but I, I, it was on silent. I answered the phone on silent. My bad. There's a level of greatness though that like when you talk basketball, right? Mm-hmm. There's only three names you mention when you talk a certain level of greatness. Kobe yeah. was happened to be one of them. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So I say that to say like. I, I 
I hated when he when he when I heard he died. I hate the fact that I felt like that about him when he was alive. Yeah, now I think you understand I think what I'm saying because he was so great. I think uh, part of it. Now I don't feel bad because of that. I think part of it, while we didn't really embrace him like that, like we should have, is because we all thought he was a a, a bite. He was a he was a he was a carbon copy of Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And, and Mike was that dude. Like he had the marketing campaign. He had the rings. He had the look. He's the first person that really made the ball head. Like I'm gonna say the first, but he made the ball head popular. Baggy baggy shorts. He was Michael Jordan was just bigger than life. You know what I'm saying? I think I lost you. Mm-hmm. He was the game. You lost me. Nah, there you go. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear he me? He changed the game. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you perfectly. Okay. I just had to move some things because it seemed like you was having an issue with me. Yeah. So I think I think that's why. Yeah, I'm good. I think that's why people our age. A lot, most of us didn't really, really embrace the dude like we should have. You know what I'm saying? Because you look at him like, yo, this dude walking like Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Talking like Jordan. And when, when I think about it, he should have. Because, I mean, Jordan was that guy for us coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody wanted to be like Mike. If you play ball, you want to say that. If you're going to imitate. If you're going to imitate somebody, who are you going to imitate, yo? Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Mike was the guy. And Mike like I the said, guy. there's certain levels. Kobe was on that level. So Kobe, losing Kobe was crazy, man. It was just crazy. Cause Kobe, yeah, for it me. It just lets you know, it lets you know how fragile we are as human beings, man. It just brings you back to that mortality, yeah, uh, yeah, you know. Because he was doing something he, he know, normally like, does damn. all the time, yeah. yeah. Anybody right can before. get it. Everybody can get it. He was doing something he normally did. Anybody. Yeah, Joe Clark passed, man. Joe Clark just passed. What was it today? Yeah, he just passed yesterday. Today. today or yesterday? I mean, my yesterday. man, my man went to my he was the principal, my man went to school. Yeah, he's a high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My uncle went to uh Isaha. My uncle was in lean on me and all that. I probably would have went to Isaha yeah. if I was staying in Patterson, yeah. And Joe Clark was a nut, man. Yeah, he just I mean, rest in peace to Joe Clark. Yo, rest Black in peace Panther to Joe died, Clark, Black Panther died. We lost, we lost Chad Boswick. That was fucking huge to me because yeah. the way I found out, it was like I was looking in the phone and it just like came up. And I was like, he died? Like just died? I can't like cancer? And you know, I don't want to talk too much about that because I don't want to put nothing crazy on this out from this platform about how I feel about that, what happened to that man. But that was crazy though. That was just yeah. We lost Black Panther and Black Mamba in the same year, yo. You lost Black Panther, Black Mamba, you know. Uh, rest in peace, Fred the Godson, the rapper. Fred the Godson, you lost, yeah, we lost you know, him. You know. You just um, lost, um, um, what's the name? From UTFO. Yes, not UTFO, Houdini. Houdini, my bad, my bad, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. You lost him. You lost my man from Houdini. And he was the hat. Yeah, he was the hat. You, I saw you. You, you post something about you wearing the hat because of him. 
He, he was it, it, no, it wasn't wearing the hat. It was all right. When 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 Houdini came on the scene, I ain't even gonna say when he came on the scene. I might have been like five or four. Yeah, you know. But when Houdini was out, and I remember them as a young kid, like I was like six. I thought Houdini was my man with the hat. Like I thought he was Houdini. Oh. I didn't think that was a group. Oh, oh, got you, got you, got you, got you. Cause he was the lead rapper. You right. So you thought yeah, so I'm I'm, he I'm wasn't the lead rapper. Jamil was the lead rapper. Mm. Jamil, brother Jamil was the lead rapper. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the lead rapper. He was the 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 you know he was the sidekick, but it wasn't like a sidekick. It wasn't like a flavor flame. You know they both did the rapping, but the hat was so was so uh was so was so prevalent. You know what I'm saying? That that because I didn't even know none of their names. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I still don't know. I just knew the hat. I thought it was a Your brother was ex brother yeah. ecstasy, but. I just knew Brother Ecstasy from the hat, and I just thought the hat was Houdini. Like, I thought that brother was Houdini. Yeah. I didn't know it was a group. <laughs> so when I found out it was, out a, it was group, a group, and he yeah. wasn't even, like, the main rapper. Who did, what did you it find out probably, it was a group? It wasn't too long. It wasn't, it wasn't too long after that, but yeah. it was after. It was all right. They had the Freeze Come Out at Night album, right? And then yeah. I think they followed that up with Back in Black, which had uh, One Love on it. So it was during the one love time when one love was banging because I was a young, I was young, but I wasn't a baby when young when when yeah. one love. I mean, I was a baby, of course, but yeah. I remember that time. Like I was doing other shit, you know. I was yeah, no, already was doing doing shit when was, one love came out. Yeah, we definitely was. Young. No, we was we was young, but we turned yeah. on the young young love is what eighty nine. I think it's before that because eighty nine is like kid and play era, so it's before that. I'm thinking to, one love is like 80. You gotta be. There's no more than 80. Yeah. Probably like 87. I want to say 80. Look it up real I mean, quick. Might, you you might phone. be right 87, but I want to say 88, 89, man. Because the reason you know, I'm saying now, now you see I'm over here looking down. Yeah, the reason I'm saying 87, because they still had that old school style of rapping that didn't really change. Like that style man, they of never stopped that. with that old school style of rapping. That's why they didn't progress. That was their style, though. Yeah, like they never, you know, the they love and they, they fall, yeah. they fall and yeah. they fall. Yeah, yeah it was, you know, they, the style, you know, that was, yeah. Well, yeah, the, L, the O. Was... Oh man, shit! That was, he was both. I was that's fucking eighty six, brother. Yeah, I said eighty seven. I said I knew it was around that time. Yeah, so yeah. That was fucking yeah, that was a year. Nah, the reason, the reason, like I said, like so, so my life, I think about it was around that time, though. Yeah, music, music, be mark, be uh, music. I mean, I guess for all of us, a lot of my, a lot of my, how I, how I relate to time is, is based on what was hot in music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So I knew in '89 that was kidding playing them. So I knew it wasn't Houdini. Right. You know what I'm saying. So I said '87. Got you. Got you. Yeah, 87. I was going to say 85, but I was like, nah, I don't think it was that early. But I saw I landed on 87. Because mm. so I knew like 89, so, yeah, like I said, 89 double. was, yeah, 89 was kid and play. That was the era. Big Daddy Kane was hot, was on fire. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Jungle Brothers was on fire. Mm. You had Jungle Brothers was on fire. You said Big Daddy Kane, right? Yep. Salt, you said salt and pepper, heavy salt and pepper D. Was on fire, heavy D. All of them was 89. Yeah, so that was like D. that. That 
That was that midpoint hey, from '88. That's got, that got to be a whole nother episode. We got to talk about that a whole nother time. Now you got yeah. me thinking about the one of the, just the greatest errors talking hip hop now, like 1988, from 87 to like 89, 90. Really, if you want to get technical, 87 to like 80 to 90. It's yeah. fucking crazy. And 88 yeah. was the pinnacle. That was like the peak of that whole fucking time period. 19 fucking 88. But anyway, back to 2003, lost a lot. You know, lost a lot. In, in 2020, we talking about that. George Floyd was 2020. George Floyd. Wow. That was a big one. That was one of the big ones of 2020. Fiona Taylor. Floyd, I think, uh, man, George Floyd, I think the biggest things of the year is COVID and George Floyd. And George Floyd. Yeah. George Floyd was the biggest thing of the year. Yeah. George Floyd and COVID. Because George Floyd, is COVID the first was time. number one. Yeah, COVID is number one, absolutely. By this was the year of COVID. Close. COVID is the the most important thing, probably in our lifetime <laughs> so far, as far as like a world <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it literally it's like affected. everybody, yeah, affecting everybody at yeah worldwide. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. worldwide okay. As, as 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 a world, okay. as a world, and 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 George Floyd was the first time that I personally seen I person I mean I'm I'm sure it exists but I haven't seen it that everybody was like yo that was fucked up like I didn't I didn't see like George yo why was he resisting yeah I I haven't seen it I'm sure it exists but I haven't seen it like usually I see that come across my my Facebook timeline when somebody's coming up with some type of an excuse to to uh to right. get these 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 cops and out like yo why was he resisting why you know what i'm saying but like that was the first time i seen like yo right. people was like yo that's fucked nobody up. really trying to defend the cop put it nobody on no I, I have i'm sure like i said i'm sure it existed i i just haven't seen it like i haven't seen anybody say like yo he did this you know what i'm saying he was dressed the wrong way like everybody that i that the normal people that was like on gonna be on the cop side and all that that i expect to hear that shit from was silent like everybody was like yo that was fucked up everybody universally felt like yo he was wrong yeah and, and I, I still I, I mean I'm not gonna watch the video I haven't watched it and I'm not gonna watch it but um yeah man George Floyd crazy. I haven't watched it either that. huh George Floyd I haven't watched it either I think George Floyd was a uh, another Mike Brown I think it was another you know it's what is the consequences of this? So George what, Floyd, oh, like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Go ahead. Now I'm saying George Floyd, I think is different. Well, we don't know what's gonna happen to these police. So they at least they got charged. But uh, George Floyd, I think is different. Like I said, I think it's different mainly because everybody saw it and was just like, "Yo, that's fucked up." You know what I'm saying? Like, so. It's gonna be interesting to see, like, when they actually go to trial and all that, and what happens. But um, there was a like Mike Brown and all that type. One, we didn't have the video on Mike Brown, but people was like, "Yo, he was trying to steal the cop." It was all these type of excuses. What was he doing? Why he stole something? Uh, you know, everybody that came prior to that, there was always like, I felt like there was always like a a minority. So you're saying with George Floyd, there was 
there was nobody saying that he was in the wrong in any form of fashion. Yeah, whatsoever. I haven't seen it. I'm I'm sure it existed, but I haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, versus versus like everybody that we that I mean, because this shit happens every day. But everybody that that has come to the forefront that we became aware of, there was always like some pushback. Like, yo, why were they doing blank? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. From Rodney King on down, that from our in our lifetime. And I like Rodney King. Like, yeah, probably even, yeah, going back to Rodney King, which is the first we one. Really, you know, I mean, it was ones that happened before in our lifetime, but that's the first time when we were sitting watching the news, like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? And people was like, yo, why didn't he just lay down? You know what I'm saying? It was always, it's always been yeah, something like George I heard Floyd. that argument. Yeah, George Floyd was the first time. Again, it's the first time I, I haven't <laughs> seen any pushback, man. And I, we got to talk about that on another episode because that's like, I don't know the, but but I, but, but I, I, just, I just don't understand. You know, twenty twenty. Like, what does it take for black people? I lost you. In our position, you know, I'm not saying white people are all bad, and every white person. You got to look at as a bad person or as an enemy. But what I'm saying is this. We can't be silent and, and keep being quiet about white supremacy. We can't and, and act like it's going to go anywhere. We can't be acting like white supremacy is a bunch of fucking hillbillies and rednecks with bad haircuts and pitchforks who sit around getting drunk. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, so, and it's just so far out of the loop. Like, we got to understand, we talking about systemic racism. No, it's institutional white supremacy. Because it's oh. white, it's a white power structure. It's a power structure where white people are on top and the black people are on the bottom. And real quick, I just want to just say this: the interjected name you can't name a place where there's black people and white people who live in a society where you know the white people aren't in control of the fucking black people. Like there's no country in the, in the world where we chilling together and they ain't fucking in control of shit. Because that's the white exceptionalism. It's global, but go ahead. We get to that another nah, time. Nah, nah. I was gonna um just just uh extenuate or illuminate or expand your point about the hillbilly comment. So oh, go ahead, my brother. So basically, like I've been uh called a racist and a pot stirrer and all that out the years by calling uh white people out on, on social media. And what I always tell people, I always I have a saying that we we're all racist. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I say that is because I think it's impossible to be raised in a racist society and you not be a reflection of it, whether it's subconsciously or consciously. Mm -hmm. But I think Mark. the I think it's the so when people push back, so even when the Trump thing, like so people used to say me like, yo, so you saying I'm racist for voting for Trump? Nah, I'm not. I'm saying yes. Everybody, I'm not saying you're racist for for voting for Trump. I think you're racist, period. Because I just think everybody's racist. But I think you are cool with racism, a racist white man spitting spitting racist shit in charge. Because the thing that there's no black person, there's no there's no body that I could think of, period, in America that would have been a president that did and said the shit that Trump was saying. You know what I'm saying? 
because like yo he said so he you said mean in well. recent times you mean you mean in recent yeah, times recent, or you recent mean times, in recent times in recent times yeah yeah, yeah. In, in, in our lifetime in recent okay. time so yeah i'm in not talking lifetime, about okay. yeah, yeah, i ain't talking about what happened before us because we know so but the point well and then you that, mean while they were in while they were not good while they were not yeah so copy. so so the point was was that, that what i'm telling people is that it's not it's the racism that's the problem is not the the hillbilly white supremacist i mean not the it's not the the hillbilly kkk racism that's the redneck issue. yeah it's the subtle shit like yo it's the subtle shit like yo you going to hire your your peoples because they look like you you know what i'm saying and they from that they because and we're living we're living in a segregated society. So I'm not saying I'm above that. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna hide the people that, that that look like you. You're going you're going to you're going to promote. I mean, this this is not the same thing, but just like think of right, I'm gonna tell you. Is like, there something uh, wrong with that though? No. So what I'm saying is the the pro, the issue with it is because we're all tribal. Everybody on this planet is tribal. Everybody's gonna look out for themselves their family and their community um first what it most people are i ain't gonna say everybody you, right you, you respect so there's nothing wrong you respect with that, that. Yes. yeah because we're all we're all groups the issue becomes okay. all right when you start using terms like um proper english what the fuck does that mean you know what i'm saying you talk about whiteness at this point you talk when you when you're saying like yo like you can't wear cornrows because it's not professional. You know what I'm saying? Or you can't you can't wear locks because it's not professional. Like those are little sub, subtle things that we all we all buy into. Well, not you, but I'm just saying we as a society buy into. Right. That's rooted in white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Even like you, you got the beard. I got the beard. All right. So before in recent time, like you had to be clean shaven to get into corporate America, like. And black people, we tend to get razor bumps, yeah? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's rooted yeah. in white supremacy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we get razor bumps because of the texture of our hair. But it's little subtle things like that that as it compounds on one another, like, on on, on an everyday level, all right, so, like, you could be like, yo, what's the big deal about you shaving and coming to work? Like, on the, on the, on, the, on when you just isolate that variable, it's not a major issue, but when you isolate, when you when you start adding on, like, yo, you gotta talk like this. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta have an interview right. voice. You gotta code switch. All that shit start adding up. You know what I'm saying? Or you giving like, or like, right? The, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's, it's it's systematic, both consciously and unconsciously, like as a society, and we all buy into it to a certain degree. But um, it's one of those things that, you know, it has to change, yo. But like I'm saying, like, uh, the, and the reason why I'm not even really mad at most white people, because I, I I don't think most white people are the the hillbilly KKK races, but I do think most of them are like, yo, they're going to turn a blind eye to a Trump, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to the shit that Trump be spitting. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right. Which we saw Absolutely. that he got, what, 70, 70 plus million votes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they had a whole move, like the Proud Boys movement. Like, 
Yo, he 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 really became a cult figure. Like, yo, he's really he really created a cult. If he wanted to get like continue to get money off of, which he probably probably will try to leverage this into something else, maybe. Yo, he's gonna kill. Um, I'm gonna be a hundred. I'm gonna be a hundred. You must not understand white people in warfare. He's dead. Yeah, man. Explain. Explain. All right. The white people, they don't like, all right, they got that marine type mentality, go get their own, but he's dead already. You know what I'm saying? And 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 he walked around and didn't accept his defeat. He made everybody, he made them look bad. See, I went to a rally of his recently. Yeah, I saw you say so that. Fucking, we got to talk about that. In it was so but... fucking, it was so fucking desolate. It was so fucking empty. Like 12 motherfuckers there, yo. This is the one. The motherfuckers came Trent. from far. The people that came there. Yeah, Trent in Jersey, right? It was die hard. Yeah. It was in Jersey. It was die hard. I'm going to say this. Nobody gives a fuck about this dude. His far own people, they, they, they were there until he was gone. They only with you while you're winning. See, he had he had the bravado, yeah, white, but where were they before Trump? They were nowhere because they're a bunch of fucking pussies and cowards if you want to really get to the mentality of these people. So now that he can't, he has no power no more. So who are they going to stand behind? Do you, not, do you realize that they're going to destroy Trump? He's about to be financially I think he's going to jail, yeah. If they send him to jail, I think that would be the dumbest. If they if he goes to jail, political, your politics in America, as we know it, will be fucking dirty as hell from, from here on out. Like, it'll be the, I mean, it already is dirty as hell, so I don't know what the I'm fuck I'm say, saying. Yeah, well, but I'm say, what are you saying? It'll be so, <laughs> it'll be so fucking blatant. It'll be like in Jamaica where niggas is actually physically having shootouts and shit. Like, it'll get ugly like that type of shit. For over political parties and shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because of every president who's left office could have gotten fucking locked up after leaving office. That's like a tradition to pardon that motherfucker and let him go for all the bullshit he did. They're not breaking that tradition. Yeah, and that's so a I tradition think, I, think... I don't see getting broke. Because Bush should have, Bush as definitely should have fucking went to jail. Obama was, I ain't gonna say he was clean, but Obama was smooth. Yeah, they now, have his fingerprints none, none on shit. Them, none of them clean. None of them clean. But I think and what I, I'm I saying is gonna... this: they didn't have his fingerprints on shit. Bush, yeah. that motherfucker, ain't had no type of decorum. He no gloves, no nothing. He didn't give a fuck. Raw dog, everything. Yeah, I think all type of DNA. Happen. I think it was gonna happen to Trump. I don't think it's gonna be on the federal level because they he gonna get pardoned on the federal level probably if anything gets to happen. And they're gonna be on the state level. I think New York gonna get him. Cause I think he he embarrassed. He kind of embarrassed nah, them. New York won't get him. You don't think New York? New York won't get him. They can't. They won't come for him. He's too in bed. If anything, that'll be the only place he can sit for the rest of his days. He won't be able to leave New York. Now, man, gotcha. hey, now anybody be able to skate in New Jersey here and there, Atlantic City maybe, but it's over for him in New York. Gotcha. And and Vegas. In Vegas. And, it's over him in Vegas. And you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's really over for that dude. You want to be honest with you? Like, it's, it's over for him. 
business wise, he's he's ruined, yo. Yeah. Like he's destroyed, man. Really think about what's gonna happen to him. That's why he tried to hold on for so long, man. Yeah. Especially the way he went out. I think, I think for me, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't ever a supporter of the dude, but I think, yeah, I do think the way he went out, as far as like, you know, there's not like he was a like, like for me in my head, like he, his, his, again, I'm not a follower of his, right? And like the followers that I, that, that were, followers of his they either block me on social media or they real they super duper silent so i I don't really know how they feel but for me the the uh not i don't want to say charisma i'm going to say like the mass is gone like yo like bro you talked all this shit for four years like you talk about you know the alpha male whatever you were saying like the fake news and all that and then you know, you talk then like when you lose, like you showing that you not no alpha male, yo. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you crying on Twitter now, saying everything is like yo, you only only the states where you losses, the votes are fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like if he would have went hard, like yo, the whole thing was rigged, I would I would respect him a little bit more. But like yo, you only saying the stuff rigged where you lost, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like you getting smashed out here. Like you didn't he didn't even lose like by a little bit. Like you got smashed. Like you got smashed by like 10, 12% of the votes. Like that's a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. And then like the the right, right. The, uh the electoral college, he really got smashed. So it was just like, yo, bro, like I, I think I I think, like I said, I don't know what his what his followers are, how they feel, but I think he would have played better if he was just if he just would have gracefully bowed out, like, ah, right, yo, y'all got me. But I'll be back. Like even like yo, I'll be back next time or something like that. Like y'all, y'all got me this time. But I'm 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 definitely gonna be back. And when I come back, it's gonna be stronger than ever. Maga, it's gonna be super Maga or something like that. If he would have did that, I would have been like, yo, this dude is he gonna be around and long as long as he stay alive, he he might be be president again. Like now, I like I think the aura, maybe the aura, the allure is gone because he showed that he's not really the alpha male like he he claimed to be. That's true. That is true. His followers don't feel like he's strong enough no more for them to be bold like they were yeah. behind him now. That's true. Yeah. But also, he knew what was behind that door when he lost. Mm-hmm. And that was something that he had to... He knew it was coming. It's like... It's like, yo... It's like Freddy Krueger, right? He got all them bodies, right, in one of them movies. And all them kids, they all in, like, this pit. I guess the pit represents hell, but I would hope to think that the kids didn't go to fucking hell because they got killed by Freddy. You understand what I'm saying? But they was all, ah, and he was, he got thrown in that pit. But before he got thrown, he, he knew they was waiting for him. Like, he knew it was coming. And the last thing he wanted to do was go in that fucking pit. And he went crawling and scratching. And the reality of it is, is he about to be thrown in the same pit. That's to all the motherfuckers he left behind. You understand what I'm saying? He about to be thrown next to them same dogs he was taunting with yeah. that with that raw steak. And now he smelled like that steak. <laughs> and the, the wolves he was holding out. it, dangling it so fucking long. Gotcha. They coming for his motherfucking ass. They coming for him. 
You don't think and it's only right. You think he's going to jail or not? I don't think he's going to jail. I would be interested if he does. It would be very interesting if he does. If he gets convicted, because there is a possibility that he will be charged with some bullshit, and there's a possibility that he gets convicted. If he gets convicted, he won't do a day in jail. It'll be completely overturned, commuted, whatever. He will never go to prison, though. Gotcha. Yeah, you you, you, you answered that question. I but, but so let me ask you a follow up question because you answered that twice. Um, so when you say they coming for him, what do you envision or what do you expect? What do I expect? Or when you say he's done, you say I you so you say he's done. Uh, business wise, who's doing business with him? Who's doing business with him? Yeah, yeah. who's doing business with him? Gotcha. Like who's gonna do fucking business with him? Got you. Or so we've been we've been recording for a minute, so we're gonna we're gonna close it off on this. What do you envision? What are some of your predictions, bold or otherwise, for twenty twenty one? I think in twenty twenty one, I think it's gonna be more of twenty twenty. I don't think people need. I think people need to stop acting like 2020 is the boogeyman or was this year that destroyed us. I feel like 2020 was a year that was a lot of pressure. I think 2020 was a year uh, a lot of stress, and I think that stress and pressure, you know, they say they buzz pipes. However, stress and pressure can bring out your best performances. We were talking about Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, who passed away this year. We lost him this year. Kobe Bryant, if he was here, he could attest to that. And if you see his work and what he did, he could attest to what stress and pressure can do. It can bring out your greatest performances. And I believe that this was a chance for us as people, black people, as people across the globe, people period, to have the opportunity to bring out the best in us because the same stress and pressure that can bust pipes can also create diamonds, which is the hardest stone that we know. So I think that 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 next year is going to be more pressure and it's going to be more stress. And I think that, you know, some diamonds will be created and I think some pipes will be busted. You understand what I'm saying? I think more pipes will be busted and diamonds will be created. But we will have some diamonds created, really, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's gonna be a it's gonna be a strong year. I think it's gonna be an interesting year. I think people are gonna be looking for it to be a normal year. They're gonna be looking for the normalcy, and it's gonna just be a prolonged, prolonged as if as just like this year. I just hope that Corona, we've seen the worst of it. I hope that. The whole winter scare is cold and it's going to be worse than ever, which I bought into as well. It's really, we're going to get through this shit and this shit is done. Gosh, well, we're going to, we're going to close it off on that. And as always, if you like this podcast, please like, rate, review, and share. Um, Real quick, real quick. Can I just say something real quick? Go ahead. Yes, you can. I just want to say two things, man. I want to say, um, Rest in peace to my brother, Larry Martin. We lost him this year, early this year, in uh, the beginning of the year. January It was a real rough one uh, to, uh, to his mother, Janet Martin, to his sisters, Juanita, 
a Tamara and Aris, you know, his family was like a family to me. They had took me in. I didn't get to really uh, spend any time with them after his death. And I just wanted to just say rest in peace to him and to all the other people who lost family members this year. This was a rough year. And uh, I don't think that it was as rough as we made it to be as far as what we had to deal with. But losing family members, nothing gets rougher than that. So I, I understand in my heart is with anybody who lost anybody. And also, I just want to say one last thing, even though it won't be aired today. Happy birthday yeah. to the corn goddess. Good friend of mine, L. I love you. And that's it. All right. I had to say that. Oh, oh, get people where they, uh, where they can find you at. Oh, you know, you know, I'm gonna go back to I'm about to change the the the, the Instagram back. So you can find me at Tay Black uh on uh Instagram. It's Che underscore black C H E B L A K. There's no C in black. The C is in Che. So you know we sparing letters over here. You know what I'm saying? But um that's where you can find me, I guess, Facebook, whatever. But you can also find me in New Jersey, South Jersey. That's where you can really find me. Find me on YouTube. Look at my name. Just type it in. You'll find something. I got a lot of new shit coming out. A lot of work. I got, you know, I'm a filmmaker. So look for some shit. That's what I got to say. Right. 2021. That's what I predict. Gotcha. All right, everybody. Um, be safe. I mean, this is going to drop tomorrow so it'll be before the new year all right peace peace um